choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. All right. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? Um, what's going on? This is Thanks for Asking, episode 73. I'm Suave at Sincerely Suave. Kells at KMGZ, and uh, we are back. And a lot of topics this week. Um, what's our first one? Um, I had a, a yours and negative two. I wanted to start. Oh with. yeah, I always forget that. My bad. What is your yours and negative two? Um, I wanted to give mine out to Marshawn Lynch. Um, for his interview on like, Conan, I think is that dude's name. Um, just you know, he's a namesake for the the podcast, the inspiration behind it. Um. Just for being the real, real nigga that he is. So, just wanted to shout him out. He was on Conan, being a real nigga. Um, and he's always very concise and, like, to the point, and it's, it reaches you. It's perfect. Um, so, just shout him out. Yeah, I actually uh, didn't have one, but I, I found one um, today. Actually, uh, or in the middle of the day, I don't know what time it was, but I was um, going on my blogs. I do my blogs. I ain't gonna say what they are, but it's two of them that I, you know, do go on. Um, they're not the popular ones, but I go on them. And um, I saw a clip on there from The View. Is it The View? Uh, what's the one with? Not The View. What's the one with that? Um, Cheryl Underwood is on. Is that The View? Okay, from The View. With, um, they were talking about this shooting that occurred in Tulsa, because there was two, so let me get it straight. It was the one that occurred in Tulsa, and, um, it was Cheryl Underwood, Darlene from Roseanne, I always forget her real name, um, the Asian lady, don't know her name, uh, the other black one, Alicia, what's her name? Whatever, the other black one, um, and some other one, whatever, um, and they were talking about, oh, um, Ozzy Osbourne's wife, Sharon Osbourne, mm. too, oh, the Chew, is that the Chew, mm-hmm. I think with her on it, yeah, no, the Chew is the one with, uh, Adrian Bailon and them on it, no, 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 that's the real, okay, well, whatever, the show, that show, the Chew, the View, we don't know what the fuck it is, that show, um, Sorry, the talk. The talk, yes, the talk. Okay, and Cheryl Underwood just like snapped on that shit. Like Aisha Tyler, that's her name. I mean, you know, she was given the respectable. I mean, I don't know. I guess I ain't going to say that. But her, 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 what she was saying was just kind of more the same, and just kind of you know the same old middle of the road bullshit about training. And then Cheryl Underwood just kind of snapped because she was like, yo, you know, we need to be trained. And she was like, well, they don't, you know. We'll get into it later when we talk about this, but I just, she says some real shit. If y'all want to Google it, Google it. It happened today. It's on, you can just Google Cheryl Underwood from, what's the name of the shit? The Chew? The View? What we just say? The Talk. Um, about the shooting today. Google it and watch it. It's a clip that you, you don't have to watch it on the blog. It comes up on YouTube. I posted it on Twitter from the YouTube, but it was just like, Yes, girl. About time somebody said that shit. She was almost in tears when she was saying it. And she was just cutting through the bullshit. And it was just great. And Google it. So I'm giving her a yours and negative because it was just, you know, at the time for all this stepping and, and picking and choosing your words and all this fucking shit that we've been doing forever. It's over. We tired of that shit. This shit happens almost every day on camera. Nothing happens. Like, we tired of all this bullshit y'all keep giving us. We know what it is. We been knew what it was. We tired of trying to tell y'all what it was. We tired of arguing with y'all like something has to be done. And her, it was just perfect. Please, if you Google it, watch it. I also posted on my Twitter, so if you want to go look there. But, um, 
Shout out to her, yours and never too. Because I'm gonna tell you, like, I, I for a minute I didn't like Cheryl Underwood because I thought she was kind of a coon. Because she back when um, Bush was running for president, she was like hardcore Republican and Bush this and Bush that, and I was like, oh, this coon bitch. And then she did a couple other things, but um, it came around to her a little bit when she was on the Breakfast Club. She did an interview on the Breakfast Club, and she, you know, they asked her about some of that, and she, you know, she explained, I mean, I still ain't agree with what she was saying, but I mean, she had a reason and rationale behind it, and then she talked about how she flipped because of poor Obama. She was like, yo, I, I, I'm going to vote for the black man. I, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Like, he was black, and I'm voting for him. So, you know, I, I can't, I was like, alright, maybe she's not as coon as I thought she was. Um, and then she did this other thing that kind of made me think maybe she was again, but that what she said today was great, and um, your shout out to her, and it was so poignant and so correct, and like, we tired of it, um, so shout out, yours and never too, alright, so moving on to current events, what's our first one? Um, you want to start with that Health Post article? Yeah, and you know what? I would, I, I, I had so much to say about. Oh, well, I mean, I guess I still do. That was gonna be our. So there, um, she said I sent her. There was an article in the. It was Huff Post. Was it just the regular Huff Post or the Huff Post for the gays? No, it was regular Huff Post, right? Can you tell? Yeah, it's regular. Yeah, and there's an article that um a white guy wrote. Let me pull it up. It's like. It's, I don't know if his name is on there. I sent it to you, right? I think I deleted the picture, but I know I sent it to you. Um, by a guy named, no, by a lady named Christy DeGallery. Christy DeGallery. And, um, damn, I don't have a link to the article, though. But anyway, the gist of the article was like, did, did you happen to Google it or you just had the picture that I used? I had this already, y'all, but so much has happened since then that it kind of moved. I have moved. the picture up. I continue the article right now. It kind of moved to the back. I'll Google it. What's the title of it? What's her name? Christy. Uh, her name is, I just sent it to you. The article? Yeah. All right. Um. On text? or? No, I sent it right here to... Oh, uh, shit. My bad. Technology. Alright, uh. Basically, the, the, the gist of the article was it's time to call out nice white racist fragility. So, what I'm gonna summarize, I ain't got time to read it. What elicited it was, was it all started, we didn't talk about this, and I purposely didn't want to talk about it because I just didn't. Hillary's um, basket of deplorable comments, and um. Mm-hmm. It started with that, and she said that, which was absolutely correct, and anybody with common sense agrees with. But then after that, all of a sudden, these liberals and it's just random white people, not necessarily voting for Trump, the quote fingers, good white people, got upset because, according to them, you know they don't their grandmother or mother or whatever case may you know is a Trump supporter, and I don't want you calling them deplorable because you know that's my grandma. To which most of us in colored world, black world, say, fuck your grandma. Because, like, y- you motherfuckers are, like, incredible, yo. Like, y- y- like y'all act like, my father, let me tell you, my father, he's deceased now, but he, w- he was born in 1943 in South Carolina. And he came up to Philadelphia. My father, not my grandfather, not my great-great-grandfather. He came up to Philadelphia and when he was seven years old, so 1950, because he was seven years old, and I'm not sure if I told this story before, and he was trying to learn how to swim, and this is in, it's a, it's a small town called Pamplico, which is just outside of Florence, South Carolina, where my dad's family's from, and he, he was trying to learn how to swim, and so his two cousins decided that the way they were going to teach him to swim was they were going to go down to this irrigation ditch that was on like this plantation next to where they lived at right and so they were going to take him this irrigation ditch and they were going to show him how to swim and people up north y'all might not know but an irrigation ditch is basically like a big it's like a runoff for like farms and shit where the water runs off for for irrigation if you have a big enough plantation or big enough farm it could be pretty big it could be like the size of a lake and this one was it was really big South Carolina, you know, rice, cotton, whatever fuck they grow down there. 1950. Seven-year-old boy. So, 
their their plan was they was gonna put my dad was two and they was gonna put my dad on on their back, swim him out halfway to the irrigation ditch, and then he was gonna swim back, and that was how he was gonna learn how to swim. Now they seven and ten. That sounds like a dumbass idea. That sounds like some shit you gonna drown of to us, but for little kids that makes sense, right? So that's what they did. They put him on 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 their back and they swam him out halfway to the irrigation ditch. Then they left. So. As we all can expect, my father started drowning and shit because he didn't know how to swim. So he started splashing around and shit. And he told me, you know, I was splashing around. I was panicked. I was scared to death. He was like, and I just remember thinking, all right, I'll just hold my breath and I'll just walk along the bottom and get back to the shore. And that's how I figured it out. So, long story short, the ditch, you know, he was seven. The ditch wasn't as big as he thought. He wasn't out that far. And by the time he got finished splashing and, you know, around and they came out and they got him back to the side, he didn't drown. But, news got back to the white man who owned this plantation. I don't know how, he didn't tell me this story. Just, news got back to the white man who owned this plantation that some nigger had almost drowned in his irrigation ditch. And this white man was a Klansman. And so, because how dare, my, how dare some nigger come on his property, let alone come on his property, get in his ditch and almost drown. So he ordered my father to be lynched. My father was a seven-year-old little boy, and this grown-ass man ordered my father go down there, get that boy, and and hang him. So, what my father's uncles and aunts in there? Because my grandmother was already up in Philadelphia with her husband, her new husband, and my uncle. She left my father down south. So, um, my aunts, his aunts and uncles, and all that, put him in a car, a truck, in the middle of the night. They got news, truck middle night, and, and drove him to Philadelphia. And that's how my father got to Philadelphia. He'd probably still be in, in South Carolina, but he was running from a lynching at seven years old. That's my father. So that means that that man that was going to lynch my father, that's one of y'all's fathers. Somebody around my age, that's one of y'all's fathers or grandfathers or whatever. Point of that is, the shit was not a long time ago. My father's one generation removed from me. My father was born in 1943. Segregation didn't end until 1950. So y'all with your grandmoms and your grandmas and pas and all these fucking bitch-ass people as nice people? No, they not. Y'all the ones that our parents and our grandparents were marching against, calling us nigger, lynching us, fucking setting us on fire, segregated, no name, all them little pic- people you see in the pictures, they not some ghosts, they not some aliens, that was your motherfucking grandma, and those was your motherfucking grandpa, and your mom and your dad maybe too, because school busting in the 70s, they ain't like that shit either, they was out there calling us niggas and stabbing us with flags then, okay, so fuck you, fuck your grandma, your grandma's deplorable, she could've got somebody lynched, she could've got somebody hung, they was calling us, we wasn't marching against alien invaders, we was marching against y'all, okay, so, the article is basically like, you know what, fuck y'all and fuck that shit, we don't care about your hurt feelings, we facing fucking getting killed in 2016, still dealing with the same bullshit, and y'all sitting over here talking about y'all feelings are hurt, cause somebody called your grandma deplorable, fuck you, fuck your feelings, fuck your grandma, fuck your grandpa, fuck they label, they management, they attorneys, everybody, fuck all of them, and I hope you feel away. Tired of hearing that shit. Like, who the fuck? Fuck y'all. Your feelings is hurt. I don't want you calling my grand. Fuck your grandma. My dad could have been lynched. I could have not been here. A whole line could have been snuffed out right then. Because he had the nerve to almost fucking drown. Like, y'all motherfuckers, like. Y- y- <laughs> I'm tired of talking to y'all, like, we tired of talking to y'all, it's the same bullshit, all y'all wanna do is fucking argue and deflect and make it about shit it's not about, and we tired of this shit, like, it just, I don't know, you read it, what you, what you think when you read it, it was a real short article, but I just thought it was great, cause it was like, yo, cut the shit, like, we tired of this shit. Yeah, it was a real short, uh, conversational piece, um, it was a blog post, actually, it was, it was perfect, um, put everything in perspective uh, Kelly Kelly put everything in perspective with the story about her father and it's, it's just like it's that simple um, whereas you're being called a racist or deplorable or whatever it is you know whatever negative term that it is it's still being acknowledged that you're something you're just a piece of shit something whereas y'all don't consider us anything we're not worth anything at all. Dirt is worth more more than us to y'all. Y'all wanna make like, oh, I'm sorry. When we're telling you that you're continuing this op- oppressive cycle that's been going on for generations 
it's not the time, it's not the place for you to be like, my feelings are hurt. I'm upset that you said that. What we're telling you is that you're repeating history, that this shit has never ended. That's what we're telling you. What we're telling you is factual. What you're telling us is your opinion that we don't care about on what we've had to say. And, um, yeah, it's just not the time for your emotions. Everyone has a time and a place, and that's not, that's not your place to, to feel any kind of way. It's your place to stand there and accept what is and do what you can to change that shit. This what I'm going to say. Y'all, I don't, it's not your place. Move out the way. That's all we want. Y'all want to make it about everything but what it's about, which is racism. If your feelings are hurt, your feelings are hurt because you feel away. If you if you feel guilt, this white guilt, y'all want us to make y'all feel better about the shit y'all do, do or did. But you don't want to change, like, listen, I am... There are a lot of people in the world that want to get along and want us all to live together and kumbaya and why can't y'all just understand? I don't give a fuck about what you understand or don't understand. You could go to your fucking grave hating niggers, not understand. I don't give a fuck about you. I just want you to get out of the way. We want you to stop doing the shit that you have been doing since the history of this country and we're tired of asking nicely and we're tired of your bullshit. Every time we bring it up, here you come with how you feel. We don't give a fuck about how you feel. If you feel a way, you feel a way because you're guilty and if you feel guilty, that's your problem. You deal with it. Well, my grandmother didn't own, so I don't give a fuck about your grandmother. She... she Y'all set this system up where y'all made people categorize on race and some people are superior and some people are inferior and now you gotta deal with the shit you built and you don't wanna deal with it and you wanna make it about everything and body else and everybody and you're so delicate and oh you're hurting my feelings I don't give a fuck about your feelings I hope you, you could die from your feelings my nigga you could die from them shits I don't care I want you to get out of my way that's it and all this other shit that y'all keep wanting to throw up we sick of it, we don't want to hear it some people fall for the bamboozle and the, you God bless Martin Luther King, rest in peace, but all that peace and brotherhood and bullshit, I ain't with that shit, and a lot of us ain't with that shit, cause we tried that shit, we tried to be nice, we tried to be reasonable, we tried to get y'all to act like decent human beings, and, treat, and you, don't, you don't want to you want to keep this shit up, so alright fine, it's plan B but, like when people are getting shot unarmed with their hands in the air we don't want to hear about your shit, we don't want to hear about well it's not everybody, I don't give a fuck if it's everybody or if it's one person it don't matter, that nigga's still dead, he dead so what you talking about, like what we talking about right now, like we tired of that shit man, we tired of saying the same shit over again first it was, y'all ain't believe us because y'all wasn't there, okay so now we got it on camera and now you still got excuses it's like yo we, we don't care you, we, what you got to say, what you think about it, what your opinion is, we don't care. And it's not that, we, I don't care if you listen. Somebody like, we just want you to listen. I don't give a fuck. Don't listen. Put your earphones on, blast straight. I don't give a fuck. You ain't got to listen to a goddamn thing. Get out my way. That's all. Get out my way. Don't say nothing to me. Leave me alone. That's it. Like, that's it. So... I just wanted to give a shout out to that article because I'm tired of all this. It's time that it's we fed up, okay? We fed up. um, The article also talked about the the nice racist. So it talks, you know, it talks about the people that are on the 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 Trumps and people that are screaming out, you know, racism. But it also calls out all the white people who shoot these subliminal shots at us all the time. You know, the ones that don't expect us to be so bright or don't expect us to know how to act in professional settings or don't, you know, those, those ones, um, and I appreciated that because there are a lot oh, of you, people. you're so articulate, how, 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 did, how come you don't act like those others, nigga, fuck you, because right. I'm at right. work right now, you go home with me, I might be acting the same fucking way, and what difference do it make, why, why you act like, like, why you don't put no, no fucking seasoning in your food? You know what I mean? Like, like we could why all day, nigga. Why are you so ashy? Why are you feet so dirty? Why you motherfuckers can't dance? You know what I mean? Like the fuck? Fuck you. That and that's another thing. This 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 position y'all have to where we always have to explain everything to you. And we always have to educate you. And we always have to justify what we're doing. Well, why do you wear your hair like that? Why don't you use washcloths? 
You know what I mean? Like, like, we don't, like, everything we do has to meet your approval or your understanding for it to exist or be. We over that. We over that. We tired of it. We tired of y'all. Y'all can get in where y'all fit in, or y'all can go off the cliff like a bunch of lemons behind Trump for all the fuck I care. I don't care. Be, at all. So, shout out to that article, and, you know, fuck your grandma. And I, I didn't want to say, I was going to leave this whole topic alone, but some things have changed, so I just needed to get that off my chest. Like, like yo, because that's, you know... We tell you, I tell you a story about my grandfather, uh, about my father gonna be lynched, and you gonna turn around. Well, I, you know, I don't like to think about my grandfather like the fuck your grandfather. What the fuck you talking about? Anyway, what's next? Um, I guess you want to go into the shootings. Yeah. So, I, admittedly, the one in North Carolina, I don't know as much as about. I haven't read as much as that. So, if you know more, we could touch on that one lightly, but I, it's conflicting stories, and that one's not as clear to me the one in, um where was it? uh yes, that one I saw, and that one and we said we wasn't gonna talk about these police shootings, and honestly, like, I, I hate to say it like this, but like, I'm not really out like, you know, it's been so many, like I can't even really get outraged anymore like the one with Diamond was like I feel like that was like my plateau and after that I'm like okay that shit occurs and nothing changes I, you know I don't have no words but the thing it's, 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 it's a lot with that but this is what I want to say I watched that from the street view and then I watched it from the helicopter view right and the helicopter view was a lot better because street view they were blocking the camera and the man had his hands in the air he was cooperating with with commands, and and most importantly, the thing that the key factor that really stuck out for me is the one cop had shot him with a taser. So that cl- cop had clearly made the decision that I don't need to I don't need to pull my gun on this person. I'm going to tase him. Whether that was I don't think he needed to be tased or whatever. Whatever. You're not going to die from no taser, right? So he tased him. So for you as another cop on the scene to decide that that's not enough and you're going to pull out a gun and shoot him, that right there says everything you need to say about that situation. That right there tells you that the situation is not what they said because you have five cops there. You're the only one that perceived it as a threat and pulled your gun out. So, you know... I mean, what else is there to say? Like, then they, of course, they try to drag him. He's on PCP. And and even if he was on PCP, even if he was on PCP, at the time that y'all shot him, we all saw the video. There was no need to shoot him, PCP or not. His hands were up, and he was complying with what you said. So even if he was on PCP, why are you shooting him? He wasn't attacking you. He was doing what you said. So... How did they determine they, a, a blood test, a toxicology? No, they, they, it wasn't. That's what she said. It wasn't no drug. They ain't find no drugs. They ain't find no nothing. Because that's, that's their story. That's what they always say. Either you had a weapon or you had a gun. Dude from the helicopter, he's a bad guy. Really, dude? You hundreds of feet in the air. You don't know nothing that's going on, and you decide he's a black, black, bad guy. How? Because he's black. And that's the shit that's getting on our nerves because y'all keep trying to act like we stupid. Like we don't know what it is. How you assess that somebody's a bad guy from a helicopter, my nigga? Like, based on what? He's standing against the car with his hands on the car. Oh, he looks like a bad guy. How so? How so does he look like a bad guy? Because he looked black. That's why. We sick of y'all. Yeah, um... It's just... It's the same thing over and over and over. And it's how many point And it's each time it's more, each time more, more blatant. Talk, talk into the mic. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I was saying, yeah, each time it's more blatant, more evident that they just don't give a fuck. Um, I don't know. There's nothing left to say. I don't, I don't, I have nothing else to say. Um... I do want to say something, and I said this before. You know, I'm getting very tired of this narrative that every time this occurs, this, oh, we have militarization. There is a such thing as militarization of the police force, but it's not what y'all think it is. This conflation of combat vets and veterans and people being in Iraq and Afghanistan with these police shootings, I'm tired of it. That is recycled rhetoric from the Vietnam era. 
That's a bunch of bullshit. That has nothing to do with these shootings. Not one of these officers involved in these shootings have been combat veterans. If you had combat veterans, you would not have these shootings because combat veterans are trained. They're professional. They know how to de-escalate situations because they are required to. You can't go over to Iraq and Afghanistan and shoot people the way these police are shooting. You cannot do it. You're required to de-escalate. You're required to have cultural sensitivity because you have to know how to talk to people and you have to know what's going on. You have to know what's beyond what. You have to know be able to assess what is a threat and what is not. And these cops have none of that. And that's the problem. All these, these cops got their little three-month police academy training and they on the street and they think they fucking John Blades. And they fucking don't know how to do and they don't know how to fucking use lethal weapon, uh, lethal non-lethal force, any little thing and they scared to death and they pulling out their fucking guns and it's always with black people. White people, they can always they, white people lead them on high speed chases and get out and argue and fuss and fight and their life is never in danger. They always pull them in alive but as soon as it's a black person getting out the car with their hands up they gotta be dead. It's bullshit. Alright, it ain't got nothing to do with veterans. It has to do with recruiting and with training. And that shit that Cheryl said today about they don't have to train them to shoot white people, that's a good point. But I still, that's very accurate. But I still, so we all know it's racism. We know that's what's underlying it. But I still do think it comes that the whole criminal justice system is built off of black people being criminals and black people being the only ones that are subject to criminality and super predators and all this bullshit. That's the problem. And then you got these people who should never be police officers because they got this fucking you know, everybody want to be dirty, hairy, and all this dumb shit that they always out there on, and that's why people get shot. They need to have more education. You need to be. They need to be. Tr- degrees, and not no criminal justice degrees, because criminal justice don't teach you shit, they need psychology degrees, they need uh, degrees that require you to take classes and training in how to deal with people and situations and think and process information, criminal justice does not do that, criminal justice teaches you about prisons and shit like that, it's nothing to do with policing, you, they, you need more educated officers you need better trained officers you need officers that know how to handle themselves on the street and have street smarts because a lot of it is instinct and a lot of these white motherfuckers don't have it, you need to keep the clan out, you need to keep races, it's way you can test this because in the military when you get a, when you get a clearance, they got all kinds of tests and psychologists and, and questions that they can ask you, it's way you can, ways you can screen these people out, a lot of these people have no business on the street, they have no business with firearms, they have no business as police officers, that's not a job that everybody can do, just like you can't stick anybody in a classroom, you cannot stick give everybody a weapon, everybody is not able, they don't have the range, and a lot of these officers do not have the range contrast them with this bombing we just had in New York, and this dude in New Jersey, they brought him in alive, because those officers only shot when necessary, and they shot how they had to, and they brought him in alive and if they would have killed him dead, nobody would have a problem with it, but they didn't because it wasn't necessary and here they are dealing with a known terrorist, a known person who has set off explosive devices and injured dozens of people, a known threat. Yet they still managed to bring him in alive. And you and over here... an officer. Right. And you over here shooting people dead because they threaten your life with their hands on up in the air where you can see them and they're not armed. Like, you, 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 you retarded is what you are. Yeah. Um, all that. I agree. I think that, um... They should definitely be way more emotionally intelligent, and there—I don't know if there's a certification for that. I don't think that there is, but they definitely need to be more aware of their surroundings in social settings and in heated, heated moments, and be able to think on their feet. Um, that's essential. Like you need to be able to tell everything that the next person might be able to do. Um, Drawing a weapon is your last resort. Last it's not your first. It's not the first thing you do. Is not to pull a gun and shoot somebody. Any idiot can do that. Any dumbass that you hand a gun to can pull it and shoot somebody. You are a police officer. You're supposed to be professional. You're supposed to be trained. We call you because you're supposed to know how to handle these situations and do your job. And you out here just shooting and popping and killing people like an idiot. We ain't need you. We could have went in the house and got our own guns and shot the nigga. Like, that's bitch shit. I just, 
it's been shit. There's no other way to put that. And then, like, y'all want to be heroes, but y'all want to act like retard. You want to be heroes, but when you're doing your job, you're so fucking scared that you're shooting innocent people. Oh, but we're a hero. No, no, you're not. Like, come on now. If you're a hero, you need to do heroic shit. Shooting unarmed people, being scared, acting like every random nigga on the street. That's not heroic. What's heroic about that? You ain't doing nothing above and beyond. You ain't doing nothing that the rest of us don't have the, the uh, courage or the ability to do. Anybody can shoot like y'all out here shooting. Anybody. Kids, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yo, I wonder why, like, to date that I can think of, no one has ever come forward and been like, yeah, like, this, I did this fucked up shit. Like, it's just excuse after excuse. Because the unions, like, because the no unions ever, like, protect them. The unions protect them. They get a uh, paid leave and all this shit. Nothing ever happens to them. It's a bunch of both. The un- the whole system needs to be revamped. It's never gonna happen. It might though. Hillary get in there, she might shake some shit up, but these unions they gotta go, these unions they gotta go, these officers face no, they, they, they're not held responsible they could do whatever they wanna do, they get their pay and then they just go to another department and shoot somebody there, these unions have got to go, period um yeah, I just, you know nothing else to say, but that that uh, and then you be, you wanna be like well, you know, they'll go, but we know ain't nothing gonna happen, that's the thing, like, so we can't keep talking about this, cause nothing ever happens, they get off it ain't like we can say, well, but there'll be a try, hey, we know, we already know ain't nothing gonna happen so, you know his shooting will be, have been found to be justified, because some bullshit they gonna make up don't put, and then, and then the other thing is, I'm tired of like every time this happened, here come these press conferences with the police. Well, we just want you to know that you know the scene is not what's being painted by being painted by who? It's on video, nigga. All this y'all trying to do, where all oh, you don't you don't believe what you saw. Let us tell you what occurred. Uh, that's not. Listen, this shit is gonna continue until y'all stop killing people. Y'all can have all the press conferences y'all want. Y'all can tell all the lies y'all want. Y- listen, these dumbass people that believe that shit, these fucking white people that eat that shit up and think it's true, hey, I, that's fine. But we're not going nowhere till this shit stop. Because we know that shit. We know what we saw. We saw it on camera. What you're saying is bullshit. It's not about optics. It's not about a narrative. We ain't out here protesting the narrative. We out here protesting people getting shot and killed on camera for nothing. That's what we protesting. I don't know what narrative you talking about. It's on video. It's a videotape. There's no narrative. That what y'all trying to give us is a narrative that we don't we can't believe our lying eyes and let you let us tell you what occurred and he fuck you. Shut up. It's not they're not going nowhere. It's gonna get worse and worse and worse. The protest is not going nowhere. The riots, quote fingers are not going nowhere. The unrest is not going anywhere. So y'all keep coming out after every one of these incidents and telling y'all a little story like that's just supposed to appease everybody and everybody's just gonna go home. Not going home. Not going home. It's gonna continue until changes are made. So strap in. All right, you got ouch. You got anything else on that? Um, no, not on, on that. All right. Uh, what's next? Um, the, the bombing. Yeah, yo, it's mad cops out today, and I was in Midtown. I was like, what the fuck? They, I thought this is a parade. They have like all these barriers and all these cops out there. I was like, oh, this is. I guess this is increased presence for the bombing and shit. I guess. Um. Yeah, I don't know, that, I don't know, I, I feel like, uh, whatever, I worked in Intel for a long time, I have a, I have an opinion of law enforcement, like, I just don't think they know what they're doing, like, they're so reactive, like, if I'm a bomber, I'm, I'm not gonna, you have increased, increased police presence for what, like, I, I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna do something else now, like, that was already done, now I'm gonna do something else, cause I know you're gonna be out there, so I'm not gonna plan a bomb in front of all y'all, you know what I mean, like, whatever. I guess they think they're deterring people, but, um, so the bomber was, uh, so it really actually started the day before they had a Marine 5K, and they, um, I saw a little news story where they had found a bomb, uh, it didn't go off, but they found it, so I, I but they made it like it was no big deal, but I, I took note of it, because I was like, well, a bomb, like, <laughs> it was supposed to go off at the, at the race, I was like, that's kind of a big deal, like, even though if it didn't go off, like, somebody planted a bomb, 
and you know, you just never heard no more of it other than they diffuse it, but no more, you know, no more beyond that. So I was like, mm, okay. So then the next day, what was it, Saturday night or Friday night? I can't remember. It was real late, like almost midnight. Huh? Saturday night. Yeah, it was almost midnight or a little bit after midnight. Bomb goes off in, I'm going to say 23rd and 6th. That ain't really Chelsea. 23rd and 6th. Bomb goes off. Luckily, nobody was killed. Nobody was seriously injured. People were injured. They took them to the hospital. Most of them were out there one night. I think one guy was like in serious condition, but I think even he's fine now. So luckily, there were no fatalities. Nobody was really seriously hurt. But soon as that bomb went off, I knew that that New Jersey thing was related. I'm like, okay, that's that's gonna end up being related. And sure enough, it was. Same dude. He had planted another bomb um, a few blocks up. Um, he, he either was dumb as shit, which I think, or he just didn't care because it was cameras everywhere where he planted those bombs and they had him from just about every angle. So they knew what he looked like almost immediately. Um, they traced um, some stuff. They found a few of the bombs they found didn't go off. They got pulled his fingerprints, found them, uh, pulled over some five, a car full of five people in Verizon Bridge. They led him to him. Um, they ended up like finding him. Some, some guy in Jersey where he's from, uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, saw him sleeping in the doorway, called the cops, shot it out. They captured him. Um, and apparently, now they're saying, first they said they didn't think it was linked to terrorism. Because usually when it's a bombs in the pressure cooker, that's usually white boy shit. And that's what I thought it was. Like the, some more Boston bomber shit. But um, it turns out that it may, they think it may actually have been connected to uh, terrorism. Because this guy is Afghani and they said, you know, he went to Afghanistan. And when he came back, he's acting funny and just, you know, whatever. So, oh, Sorry, I don't be really have nothing to say about these assholes either, because you know, I, as <clears throat> as some of you may or may not know, I did. I was an intel officer, and I did high value targets for seven years. So I have my own opinions on these on these people and on these things, and none of them are particularly popular or um, anything I care to explain, because I would have to just go into too much detail, which I'm not going to do. Bottom line is. You're never going to stop all this shit. I mean, anybody can pack a bomb, but um, there's a right way to do do this shit, and there's a wrong way to do this shit, and I think that we've been doing it the wrong way since 9-11. <coughs> My personal opinion. Because since 9-11, we've bought a law enforcement mentality into the intelligence field. And Intelligence and law enforcement are not the same thing. They're not the same skill set. It's not the same science. It doesn't. It's not the same response. Not the same anything. And you know, it, part, that's part of the reason why I don't do that anymore. Because people started coming into the profession, into the skill set, into the, into the sector. That didn't really know what they were doing. We call them knuckle draggers. They didn't know what they were doing. We had a, you know, they came in and we said, you know, we said, we used to use the analogy, these motherfuckers are stomping mud all in our living room. Because they coming in with their shoes on and their muddy boots and they don't know how to act and they, and they, uh, and they don't, don't know what they're doing. They just fucking our shit up. So a lot of people left and are doing other things now. Um, so, you know, that's all I gotta say on that. Like, I, I this is not gonna stop. I mean, we have prevented major, major attacks, but they're going to continue, and they're going to continue to miss them because they're not doing it right um, at the end of the day. Um, nobody likes to use the word profiling, but, you know, in in terrorism, you have to profile. In terrorism, if you don't profile, shit like this happens because all the stats and all the data and all the statistics tell us that there are certain personality types that do this shit, and it's not really about religion, this focus we have on religion is a distraction, because a lot of these dudes, yeah, I could plant a bomb, and I could go all over the city, and I could say, oh, I did it for ISIS, or oh, I did it, because, you know, for Allah, or I did it for whatever, same way, I can get a gun and rob a bank, and say, oh, I did it for, you know, oppression, okay, I may be mad about oppression, but I robbed the bank because I wanted to rob the bank because I wanted money or I wanted attention or whatever the case is. Maybe I had a, 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 a um, 
a um uh cause or whatever that I that I'm saying I was motivated by, but when you really get down to it, it's you don't rob banks for oppression. You know what I mean? Like you it's not it's not something that's that's something else. So you know, this, as long as we're focusing on every time this happens, they drag somebody out to defend Islam. When the Klan, when that dude Dylan Roof went in the church and shot them people up under the Klan, which is a Christian terrorist organization, we didn't have to be on the news for three days talking about how Christianity, everybody, every Christian is not bad. We already know this. And we already know that what he did has nothing to do with Christianity. Even though they want to wear the crosses and they want to make it about, that's not really what it's about. These are fucking asshole racist people and they use that shit to justify what they're doing. But that's not what it's about. Terrorists do the same thing. But as long as we focus on this modern day crusade where it's Christianity against Islam and they're Muslim and they want, that's a bunch of bullshit and that's the way law enforcement thinks and that's the way they've broken it down since 9-11 and that's why we can't get out of this shit cause they're not doing it fucking right so supposedly this guy has accomplices, they brought his wife back, his wife dipped out a few days before, because like I told y'all, the motherfuckers be knowing, they get on the news, and they try to act all innocent, and we didn't have no idea, and we didn't know, they be fucking knowing, they just don't be saying nothing. That car they pulled over, it was his family, right? Yes. They be knowing, they don't be saying nothing. Um... Until it's too late, and then they want to act innocent, and we, we, Muslims, and we, we just go to much. Okay, you watch that motherfucker build them bombs in your house, and you didn't say nothing, and you lucky nobody died. Um, yeah, he had a lot of bombs. Right, they be knowing. I don't buy it. They always get up there and play that innocent shit. Okay. Um. All right. Did you have anything you want to say about it? Um. No, honestly, I mean, it pissed me off that got the dude alive. Yeah, I mean, it don't piss me off. Get him alive, get him not alive. I don't care as long as they get him. Um, No, but I mean, it was the whole thing of this known terrorist. He had a gun, he shot a cop, and you you guys still managed to capture him alive. Because because it's not necessary. Like, if. Because if you, it's not necessary all the time to kill a person. You kill a per, you kill a mm-hmm. person if you have no choice. It's not. They're about to kill me. I have no choice. If that's not the situation, then you only need to kill a person. Period. Even if you can, you only need to kill a person. Right. Right. Which is, I'm just like, I don't. You guys can do it, so I don't understand why this shit is happening. Like it didn't. I think the the Tulsa. When did that stuff happen? It happened after this, right? Uh, yeah, like yesterday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. North Carolina was yesterday, and I think Tulsa was the day before, maybe. Oh, um, not sure, but yeah, like something else that just happened last week. But like when I heard it, I was just like, "Man, how the hell? How does this happen? How do you all get him alive?" That was my immediate thought on everything. Because they're doing their job and they're not out here trying to be fucking John Blaze, and it's, you know, it's, and that's what, I mean, that's why we say, like, we know, and I don't, I'm gonna stop saying there's good cops, because that takes the focus off the, the, the organization that puts it on the individual. The focus is on the individual, but it really starts with the organization. You got, because things like that can only happen in certain departments. Other departments, I mean, as many, as many of these shootings as we see, it's usually, not always, because the Chicago one was particularly bad, but typically, it's a smaller towns, smaller jurisdictions. We don't see this as much, this, in, this just, just shooting people for nothing. We had the Eric Garner case here in New York. It happens, Amadou Diallo, it occurs, but not with this kind of frequency as we do in these smaller places. So, there are some departments that clearly, um, and I saw somebody on Twitter did a statistic today that showed that departments that have instituted um, strict use of force guidelines have less shootings. Um, so, there are millions of departments and police officers all over this nation that have figured out how to do their job without shooting unarmed innocent people, and then we have these other ones that have not. So, it can be done, and 
that's where it needs to start. Like, listen, because look, I'm not a lot of people, a lot of civilians, they want to meddle into like military, uh, to police affairs. All this shit has civilian board. I don't agree with that shit because I'm sorry, but unless you do that job, unless you put that uniform on and that gun and deal with these people out here every day as a police officer, you can't really say. I'm sorry you can't. I know we look at these tapes and we can determine that, you know, that person didn't need to be shoot, shot, but to deal with this shit every day, you can't do it. I was in the military, same thing. Like, if you ain't never carried a gun, if you ain't never had the caps get shot at, have somebody shooting at you, have to deter, you can't really say. Like, I don't want to hear your civilian opinion of what I should have done in this situation if you've never been in that situation. However, if you have departments that have been able to figure out a way to not do these things, then you need to talk to those departments and ask them what they do, how they train their officers, what did they do, because clearly we don't know what we're doing, because we keep shooting innocent people, and it's an issue, so how did you handle it? That's somewhere you could start. That's something you could do. This community policing and all the stuff people want to keep throwing up, I don't think community policing has anything to do with it, because I don't think that it's, it's required for you to know everybody in the neighborhood, and for you to live in the neighborhood, for you to not shoot a motherfucker for no reason. Anybody can do that. It is not required. Military goes overseas to people they never seen in their life. Don't even speak the same language and can manage to not do these things. And be foreign as fuck. Be occupying as fuck. And can manage to not do these things. So, all the, a lot of this stuff that people want to throw out is just liberal, recycled point. It has, I don't, I, speaking for myself, don't think that, and, and studies have shown that community policing doesn't have any effect and I just don't think it does, like, yeah, I know it makes you feel nice and you like that the officer knows your name and that shit, but that really has nothing to do with why he's shooting you as an unarmed person because that's just you're not doing your job, we don't send you out here to act like anybody else with a gun, and just shoot indiscriminately and just, oh my god like, like we don't, no judgment, no discernment no training, no nothing, you're just pulling out guns and shooting people we're not sending you out here for that. That's not your job. That's not what we pay you to do. So, you know, whatever on that. Um, I'm a civilian, so it's not much I, I can say about policing tactics. Um, I mean, I, it ain't, it's, it's just, I mean, it's common sense, but like, bottom line is it's common sense. I mean, yeah, you, we can look, we look at these situations and, you know, because you hear people saying, oh, why couldn't they shoot him in the leg? Listen, you don't shoot people in the leg, okay? When you fire, got a firearm, you shoot at center mass, the biggest target there is. You want to put a person down. A gun is not a toy. We're not shooting people in arms and legs and shit, okay? We're not doing that. We're not, all that shit y'all see in the movies, that's movies, okay? We're not doing that. You try to shoot somebody in the leg and miss and kill some little kid three blocks away, that's your ass. We're not doing that. Um, SWAT and them guys, they can do placements like that, but that's tactical, that's, you know, they get together, they meet, okay, we gonna try to shoot, you know, that's, regular Joe Schmo officer, ain't shooting, we not shooting in the arms and the legs, hopefully you don't make me pull my gun and have to shoot you, we gonna do everything we can, supposed to, before we get to that point, but once we get to that point, it ain't no arms and legs, guns are, guns are to kill, they're not to wound, they're not to injure, they are to kill, period. Um, what's next? That was it for the current events. Oh, I thought. Hmm. Oh, I sent another one. All right. Uh. Okay. So let's move on to shit we watch. So did you watch everything? I'm not caught up on the the new shit, but um, other than that, yeah. So what's the? So you didn't watch either one of those? You didn't watch um, Atlanta or Queen Sugar? I've watched, like, the first, I'll say, maybe 45 minutes of the first episode of Queen Sugar. How many episodes are there? Three? It comes on tonight. Yeah, it comes on tonight, so we on four. All right, you didn't watch Atlanta? Nah. All right, so what'd you watch? Um, just Power, I think. That's it, right? Ugh. All right, uh, what happened on Power? Shit. Um. Damn. It was the finale too. Uh. Fifty. Shit. I need to see a, a thing. 
You see it? I don't really remember it. I wanted to do the other two. All right, so um, I'll do a recap of ATR real quick. So we on episode one, two, three. Last night was the first one, two, three. I think it's the fourth, third or fourth episode. Um, I think last night might have been three. Okay, so recapping. So this. Th- th- so I said last week it's a good show I'm not calling it excellent I'm not calling it great because of several reasons um I've only last night was the first time I've laughed out loud when the little kid in the back of the car with paper boy did that he had to like beep him out for like five minutes cause he was cursing <laughs> that was funny I laughed out loud on that part um but like I was saying before like Donald Glover his comedy I Tina Fey, who I talked about last week, Tina Fey is very funny and very clever. And the reason why Tina Fey is very funny and very clever is because Tina Fey's comedy, it's always what a person would actually do and what a person would actually say. And it's always very timely. And that's why it's funny. Like, the character that you, like, the there's all, like, a situation occurs and you're sitting there thinking some shit and a character will come through and say exactly what you was thinking in a funny way. That's why it's funny. Donald Glover to me is a person who oh, and I I saw somebody on Twitter talking about Tina Fey has been carrying Amy Poehler. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Amy Poehler is funny. Amy, I guess you ain't ever watched Parks and Rec. Tina, Amy Poehler is funny in her own and actually might be a little bit more funnier than Tina Fey. But um Anyway, Donald Glover, the reason why his comedy is, doesn't hit with me is because he tries to be clever. And he tries too hard to be clever. And I think that's why this show is like, the character that I that I um relate to the most on the show is Paperboy. Paperboy, I relate to. Them other two niggas are kind of annoying. Earn, I'm already tired of because I don't understand why he won't just get a job. Like, my nigga, if this whole show is going to be about you walking around whining about how you don't have money and can't get money when you got a kid, like, I, I don't, I'm not going to have patience for that. Like, go get a job, my nigga. Like, but that's like supposed to be like the whole thing in the show. Oh, why do I keep losing? Because you don't have a job. Why don't I have any money? Because you don't have a job. Like, I'm not that, like, I'm all, it's three episodes in, I'm already over his character. The other dude, who's his friend, or I don't know, Paperboy's boy, um, not really sure what to make of him. Like, he's supposed to be, like, the quirky guy, but it's like, alright, but what's, what is, what's, what is this here? Like, I don't, they had the episode last night where he was gonna sell his phone to get cash for his kid. I don't know how much cash you're gonna get with that. Like, he needs to get a job, but whatever. So the dude tells him, well, look, you could do that, or we could get this sword, we could trade this sword for a dog, and I can get you more money. So, this whole episode, they go trying to get this dude more money. And at the end, it turns, he hands this guy a dog, and he's like, okay, aren't you gonna get the money? And he's like, no, the money's gonna come in September. And he goes through this whole thing, I need the money tonight, I need the money in September, poor people can't afford to invest and all this stuff. And it was like supposed to be this great moment. It was, it was a good scene, but the whole time I was thinking, why didn't you just ask him in the store what he was talking about? That's what a normal person would have done in the store. And Tina Fey would have been able to do that scene, ask him what he was talking about in the store and still would have been able to make it funny and have it turn out in a funny way. But Donald Glover, because he's trying to be super clever, he, like, left that whole part out, and then at the end, it's supposed to be, like, ha-ha, and it's like, nigga, but that, you would have just, you would have just asked him in the store, you rode around with this dude all day, doing all this, and you never one time asked him how it was going to be more money, and how it was going to work, and you broke, like, so, it's a good show, it's black writers, it's written by black people, it's black, I like it, but, like, I just don't, this excellent and it's so great that everybody, well not everybody because a lot of people, it's, I notice a lot of like younger guys like it and maybe because they connect with it but I notice a lot of like other people are like nigga you just need to get a job, like <laughs> like what is all of this right now, so I'm going to continue to watch it it's a good show, it's watchable it's not terrible, it's just I 
don't think I'm not getting this. Oh, it's excellent, like that. Everybody, I'm not getting it. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there where I'm just like watching straight face, and I get it. I get the humor, and I get that they're trying to be funny, but it's like not. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that was a joke. I got it. Oh yeah, okay, that was a joke. I got. It. I've not really laughed at anything. Like the dude that was the blogger dude that was that was um, that was fucking trolling Paperboy. That part was funny. Like he had a scene where he had Paperboy taking his trash out, and he was like, oh, Paperboy with his old mixtapes. And then he had a scene where he was like listening to his music with blood coming out of his ear. Like it was funny. I got it. I got the joke. I got the humor. But it wasn't like, ah, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it just, it's like, okay, this is good. This is unique. This is quirky. I get it. But that's just how I feel about Donald Glover. Like, I'm just not a huge fan of his and his comedy. It's because of that. Like, like, you know, you're not that quirky. You're not that funny. Like, a lot of the stuff you do is just like, my nigga, like, nobody would really do that. Like, it's so, and then, you know. The plot is that, like, he j- he dropped out of Princeton. It's like, all right, what's up with that? Like, what's the story with that? Like, how you drop out of Princeton and now you're this bum and you don't have this job? Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot that I just don't have patience for that it's like, you know, that's supposed to be why the show is so quirky, but it's really just like, yo, dude, like, you could get a job and this plot could be something totally different. So, I don't know. Y'all out there in listening land, I see y'all tweeting kind of, y'all let me know, like, if I'm, you know, if I'm missing it, but, um, Paperboy is the character I relate to the most, the other two, Earn, I, he's on my nerves already, um, and the other dude, I just don't know, like, is he supposed to be the comedy, is he, but, like, I don't really know what he's supposed to be, um, good actor, and, you know, he plays the role well, but I just don't, like, what is, what is he, um, check it out, Put all these new shows on DVR and shit. Um, Queen Sugar. What happened on Queen Sugar? So this was a good, really good episode. A lot of people were complaining about um, Queen Sugar about like that didn't read the book. Like they're not really sure what it's about. If you got to this episode, then you'll start to see what it's about. So um, this episode, they just they just they figuring out all their father's deaths more than they thought. There's this white farmer who's trying to buy the farm and. He's this guy that goes around basically to black farmers and offers them like below market for their land and tries to blow their land up. And he approaches them because he think they just you know some some more and he doesn't really know that yo you know we're all well except for the brother two sisters you know we're both professional people we know what we're doing and you're not just going we're not just going to give you our land away so you know because one sister she's like this big Hollywood manager and you know business person and she like you know alright bro, like you offering us half for our land like you think we stupid, we not stupid so, um, the brother wants to, so they figure out that their father's debts are more than they thought, so they can't really doesn't do them any good to sell the farm, they might as well try to make a go of it and try to turn a profit, so they can you know, pay his bills and you know, still have the land, like if they sell the land they still gonna have all these bills, and then no land so they like, fucking, we might as well make a go of it so, that makes the little brother happy, cause he wants to do that anyway and then, um they come try to, they come try to repossess the tractor that I guess his, his, their father was behind on, and um, the brother pulls a gun on the on the repo man, and um, you know this is tense standoff. The brother is like kind of a loser, and in the book he's a drug addict. Um, they don't really get into that much here. They try to put it more on his baby mom, but in the book they were both drug addicts. Um, but he's just like a, he just, he can't get right, he was, he'd been in jail, he had on parole now, he gotta find a job, he's just a can't get right dude, so, he really wants his farm, he really wants to be able to farm it, cause he wants, you know, something to do, and he, you know, take care of his son, um, beautifully shot, beautiful acting, um, it's just, it's just great to see black people on TV being full characters, being whole characters, acting the way that black people act, talking like they talk, our culture, without, you know, us having to be the foil, or the black best friend, or doing all this stereotypical shit, or being the brunt of the joke, or being the one black guy with, you know, with all the white friends, like, it's good to see, or, or, and not this Tyler Perry, like, super over-the-top, coony shit, like, it's good to see a show with black people acting like regular black people, and not for, like, the white gays, like, if y'all want to watch, y'all can watch, but this is for us, and it's clear, and they're just too, you know, that's a really good show, some people said they like Atlanta better, I, I don't, like, I think Queen Sugar, I like Queen Sugar, I don't know, maybe because I like dramas, 
Um, but it's it's excellent. So both of those shows, if y'all watch, let us know what you think. Um, I'm interested in y'all takes on Atlanta because I'm like maybe I'm just not getting it. But I noticed like a lot of younger like twenty something guys like oh it's great and I'm like it's it's good. I, it's not it's not the best new show. I mean it got it got renewed already. Good for it. I like it. I'm not trying to talk down on it, but like Blackish. There's so many shows that I think are better. Um, two of which come on tonight. Um, all right. So, power, y'all, I struggle through power. I, I did watch it. I just, the only thing I recall from the episode was Ghost and Tasha had sex, and it was way better than Ghost and Angela sex, because they sex be dry as hell, and I, they, they sex be like somebody got a gun on them, and like, they just trying to get through it. Like, that's how Ghost and Angela sex be. Uh, I don't think the lesbians are coming back. It's, 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 it's winding down now. This thing with 50, whatever his character's name is, every week it's the same shit. The story's not developing. Every week it's the same. He pulls this boy aside and tells him that he's got a plan, and we never hear what the plan is, and he doesn't move on the plan. It's just this constant, every week it's the same shit. Tommy is with um the I can't even really keep, I'm not even really sure what's going on with Tommy. I know he's doing something with the Serbians, but I can't really keep up with it. Is he really with the Serbians? Is he trying to fool the Serbians and him and Ghost got something going on? Like I I can't I didn't really pay attention to that part because like I just didn't. Um, but apparently Tommy wants to kill Ghost now. That's basically every episode. Some shit happens and it's like we got to kill Ghost. We got to get Ghost. We got to kill Ghost. Ghost got to go every episode, so, um, him and Angela meeting out in public, um, Angela, I think, did she find out about the other fed dude that's trying to catch her, um, with ghosts? Who, Greg? The dude that she boning now. Greg? Yeah, I don't um, know his name. Well, she found out that, um, well, both her and the the mole found out that he knows that somebody in the building knows that he has that phone. Um, I'm not sure. We're not sure if she knows that Greg is still after her or not. But I would assume that she does. Um, but she called. She called Mike from that cell phone, and he answered. And like a helicopter came across, and they both heard it. Um, so he knows that it's somebody in the building, and she does too. That has the phone? What phone? Um, Hugo. Who is Hugo? He was one of those... He worked for, um, Lobos. I think that guy that Tommy killed in the parking garage, I think that was Hugo. In the parking garage? Yeah. Lobos? Talking, I mean, uh, Luis? When he stabbed him? He stabbed Luis. That's what else happened. Tommy killed Luis. Yeah, Luis died in this episode. But no, a couple episodes ago, he killed who I believe was Hugo in the in the parking garage. I think that was him. But anyway, him and Mike had been texting back and forth on those burner phones. Angela has one burner phone. Mike has the other burner phone. And she called Mike's burner phone. And he had it in the building at work where he always has it. And she figured out that mole is somebody. They still don't know who the, the Fed is. God damn. I figured that shit out season two. They still don't know who it is. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Like, uh, y- Are y'all DAs or what? Run a sting and figure it out. This is what I can't with the show. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, like the, the technology, like, the, I don't know. If it whatever. Y'all can't figure out. It's five of y'all in the office. Y'all can't figure out who the, the fucking source is. Like, give me a break. Um, what else happened? Uh, oh, Tasha been trying to get in touch with Lala's character. I don't know her name on the show. And ain't been, I, I got a feeling Lala might be dead. Either that or she skipped town. Um, cause she wasn't able to contact her. And, I don't know. Ghost and Tommy is beefing again. Um, 
I think that's it that really happened on that episode. Was that the season finale? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So what, what was so was Luis what happened at the, like what what happened at the end that like they ended the season on? Was that when he killed Luis? Killed Luis and he was like, We have to kill Ghost. That was the last thing. Yeah. Ghost must die. Alright. Alright, so that was power, yo. I hate that show. Um uh what else? I guess that's it for shit we watched. I didn't um Yeah, that's it. Okay. So anybody got you fucked up? Um No, not this week. Um so things got me fucked up, but it's really in a good way and so I'm not gonna complain about it, but like uh I'll, I'll make an announcement next week, but I <laughs> I wanted things to go a certain way, but I didn't really think they would go away, but they did go that way, and so now I'm like, oh shit. Um, but anyway. Alright, y'all, so just a little bit longer. We're gonna have our shit we watch it straight next week. Um, Y'all gotta bear with me. Y'all know I got ADD and I got a lot of shit going on. I'm not making excuses, but TV is hard to watch for me, yo. It's hard to watch. I do not care about TV. Um, what was I about to say? Alright, y'all. Sorry, I'm a little sleepy on this one. Alright, so do do our, um, do our outros. Um, alright, so thanks for rocking with us. Um, new people, old people. We love you. Um, please reach out to us on the email thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com I just put it back on my phone I forgot um, but it is on there now um, but it's probably more convenient if you hit a, hit us up on the podcast twitter which yeah. is thanks underscore for asking without the G um, and from there you can also find our individual twitters so many of you do um, don't forget we are on SoundCloud iTunes and also Google Play in the music app, so I want to do a poll. What you need us, find us. I want to do a poll. Tell me if y'all like Atlanta. I want to do like a gender specific poll. I feel like that's a dude show. Let if y'all like Atlanta, like let let. Me, I mean, everybody like it. I'm not I'm not trashing the show, but like if y'all think it's like the best thing, I just want to do a poll like of how many dudes really think it's like the best shit ever, and how many women. Because I feel like a lot of women are like, eh, <laughs> it's okay. Let us know. The Twitters or the emails, however you want to do. Um, alright, so what episode is this? 73. 73, what are we going to call it? Uh, Fed up. Nah, let's call it, uh... We can call it Take a Knee. Mm, we didn't really talk about that. I mean, but the whole thing about the police brutality, what, what did we, it was something, I was trying to think something that was said earlier. Uh, all right, well, as y'all know, we'll come up with a title by the time we post it. Um, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, we gonna get it together. Uh, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of news this week, though. Like, we try, you know, we could have said a lot more about a lot of things, but like, we've been saying, like, we can't, we be on here, like, it's, you can't outrage with so much. Like, you can't keep saying the same shit over and over and over again. And I don't mean to sell it short, short thrift, but, like, I, you know, I'm ready for, like, shit to be done. I'm tired of them doing studies and reports and all that shit, and the next, tomorrow, somebody else might get shot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready for shit to be done. So, um, there you go. All right. So, thanks for listening, and we will see y'all next week.